Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how not to be annoying. <laughs> we're not sure we're going to be we, able to do all, it. <laughs> we, we all struggle with that. <laughs> so this, this is a topic that we talk about pretty regularly amongst mm-hmm. us because you can, one can, I shouldn't say you, one can become mm-hmm. a little bit of a fanatic mm-hmm. when one finds BLE and decides that it's the answer right. to their weight struggles. Um, and so jokingly for the last six months or so, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the only thing that we talk about when we're together, right? Obviously mm-hmm. we do a podcast on this. We do a lot of talking, but, uh, the thought really is, and the reason why we want to do this episode is because it's really easy to decide that everybody needs to know about BLE. <laughs> That you so, want to get everybody to drink the the Kool-Aid. BLE Kool-Aid. Exactly. Yeah. The hard the thing. Sugar-free. The sugar-free. BLE the compliant <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> the hard thing is to uh, rein that in mm-hmm. and be supportive and understanding when people are not in the place to hear about this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, you know, I want to just start and talk about when Bonnie first told me about BLE and that was, she was, I think through your weight loss journey and into maintenance at that point, maybe during your oh, weight I'm sure loss I journey. I talked about it early on. Yeah, right? maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe, um, you know, it was kind of also COVID times and yeah, we, weren't we weren't seeing each, each other, other as much. Yeah. We weren't seeing each other in person as much. Um, but I just remember the first time she told me, I was like, no, mm-hmm. I was like, no way. Hard no. Hard yeah. no. Yes. Not even just like a, like mm-hmm. I'll think about it. It was like, a, no, I no, no, no. I could do never that. do that. That's what right. I said. I said, I could never do that. It's right. way too restrictive. And I mean, we've talked about this on previous episodes. I thought, oh, this is just another fad that Bonnie's doing. I mean, right. honestly, like I remember the juicing. I remember the, yes. that, you know, so I'm like, oh, it'll fade. Like she'll, she'll get off the, you know, right. the, 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 BLE, the wagon. BLE wagon at some point and it'll be something else. And so I think, you know, for me at that point, I wasn't ready to hear. Guys, I juiced for like, I mean, like six months. Yeah. All, I, all I consumed was juice. Was crazy. Oh my God. Oh. It was, it was really, and it was really gross. It I got was, really tired oh. of the green stuff. Oh. So anyway, that's like all, it feels like. A and I tried to get everyone else to yeah, do it. Yeah, she did try and get everybody else to do it. So, so I just, you know, I want to say like, I don't feel like you were that pushy. Like, I I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, they were so pushy, but I can Mm -hmm. also now sitting on this side of the equation, see where you probably felt like I feel when you see somebody that you're like, you could benefit from this. I know you could benefit from this. 
how do you have that conversation or not have that conversation because it's not the right time? And so really, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what we want to talk about today is, you know, jokingly how to not be annoying because Mm -hmm. we feel like sometimes when we get going and there's anybody in the group that is not part of BLE, they probably are rolling their eyes at us like, oh my gosh, could you guys please talk about something Mm -hmm. other than the BLE? But I think when you're a food addict and you've obsessed so long about food, finding the answer is a little like finding Jesus. And I'm not trying to like downplay anybody who that's their spiritual spirituality. That's not what I mean by that. I just mean like people can equate that in their mind. It's like when you have that conversion, all you want to do is tell people because you you think you've, Mm -hmm. you know, you think you found the answer for everybody. And so, um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to talk about that today. So Mm -hmm. Bonnie. Yeah. So I definitely think it is like for me, I mean, as a physician who has tried to help patients with their weight my whole Mm -hmm. life, who have struggled my, with my own weight for my whole life. The fact that I've found something that honestly is so freaking easy and is so successful. Yeah. Having never been able to crack that nut before. And just again, props to Susan Pierce Thompson for putting it together in a way that helped me understand why this works. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it feels like an actual miracle. I mean, it is like, you know, if you just <laughs> like figured out how to make manna, got, how you had to get manna from heaven. And then everyone else right. is like, I really need manna. And you're like, it's right here. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so there's that. And it just makes you want to talk about it. Um, but as, as we've talked about in previous episodes, you cannot, you cannot will transformation for someone else. Mm-hmm. You cannot yeah. do it all for them or whatever. The whole thing is you have to get to a point where you're ready to embrace it yourself or it, you won't be successful. I mean, if you're just doing it, if you have a partner, mm-hmm. let's, we talked about partners the last episode. If you have a partner that's doing BLE, and you're just going to kind of go along with uh, for the ride with them, mm-hmm. you know, you're just not going to be successful, right? Everybody's got to do this for themselves. So I very much remember, you know, um, you have a before picture, which you use, which is when we took our hike in Victoria yeah. that I, I mean, I was so, I felt so horrible because you were struggling. You were carrying mm-hmm. so much weight and you struggled so much. We all thought I was going to die. On I that mean, on. really like, and I just, <laughs> I felt horrible that we put you through, you know, the whole thing. Right. And I mean, the whole time I'm thinking like, I know this would, I know this would work for her. I know Megan's mm-hmm. personality. I know when she decides she's going to do something yep. like she will jam on this, which you have, you know what <laughs> I mean? But I, I very clearly, uh, uh, I very clearly understood that if I made you feel forced into it in any way, it would act, it would have the opposite effect because right. you're a strong, we're both strong yeah. personalities. Yeah. That wasn't the way to do it. Yeah. And I just had to resign myself to like, if she asks me about it, I'm going to tell her. And, I, and I'm going to mm-hmm. stop myself mm-hmm. after I answer the question that's asked. I'm not going to go on to a mm-hmm. whole yep. sermon on the mount about whatever, right? <laughs> All of the, I'm so, I'm so, I apologize. This is not meant to be offensive to any Christian out there. No, we I mean, just, I think right. for people... It's the easiest way to right. relate yeah. how you yeah. feel. Yeah, for people who have had a religious reality. transformation, yes. right? Yes. And, and they feel saved or they yeah. feel, right. you know, whatever healed. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I, I knew that I needed to just live by example and keep my mouth shut and answer a question if you had it mm-hmm. and not push yeah. because that was not going to work. Yeah. And, 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 um, and she had pushed with other things before I will tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, because both of our personalities are very, I mean, that's just who we yeah. are because and, I'm obnoxious. <laughs> um, we're both obnoxious. It's not so just you. <laughs> I really try to think about that when I'm in a situation where someone asks a question, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I try to, it's really hard for me because I'm just a talker mm-hmm. anyway, but I mean, mm-hmm. I really try to just answer the question asked. Right. And then if they ask more questions, I will answer them. 
But on top of the fact that number one, even if you think someone really needs this for their health and safety, yeah. um, health and wellness, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're not going to be able to get them to do it just by forcing them to do it. <laughs> on top of that, on the flip side, some people aren't ready, may never be ready. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to make anyone feel bad about themselves. Right. We all, I mean, we all have been talking through all these podcasts about our body image and our self image and our, mm-hmm. you know, the struggle we have with how we feel about ourselves and our bodies. And the last thing I would want to do is to make someone else feel like I'm shaming them, like I'm doing the right thing and you're mm-hmm. doing the wrong thing. So I try to be really sensitive to that. And I'm sure I don't always get it right, yeah. but I think that's really important. Like, um, you know, and, and again, it's so hard cause you're like, I've got the golden ticket and actually there's mm-hmm. a whole box of golden tickets and I could give everybody this golden ticket yeah. and it's going to make such a difference in your life. But it's like, you just can't do that. Yeah. And I think that comes down to, I think we've talked before about the stages of readiness for change. Mm -hmm. And I know Bonnie and I had had a conversation about, you know, how how, how can we help people get ready to change? It's like, you can't. (laughs) If that was possible, I'd, you know, have my best-selling book and, uh, you know, nobody would have issues with food addiction, sex addiction, you know, anything. Um, People are going to be, they all have their own moment of readiness when they realize, okay, it's, it's time for me to make a change and I'm in the place where I can do that. And I, I, there's no, there's no magic to that. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no, oh, well, if you just do it this way, then that person will be ready to change. And I think, you know, that's, I get asked a lot of questions through social media about, you know, how I'm doing it. And I always Mm -hmm. tell people like, I am not special. Like I am not a unicorn. Mm -hmm. There is no magic pill. Mm -hmm. I just had my crucible moment of like some really crappy labs that scared the P-Watt out of me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got to make a major life change or I'm not going to live. And, you know, I I was still trying to live, you know, life at that point, like climbing up a mountain Mm -hmm. (laughs) with my two skinny friends. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, and... And I wasn't ready. I was not even after that experience and watching Bonnie eat the way that she, you know, the way that she eats and my mm-hmm. rumble part saying, F you, I'm going to eat whatever yeah. I want to eat. And we were on vacation. So I did it up that weekend. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember that whole weekend and I just, um, yeah, I think you have, it's, it's coming to a place on your own and not, um, I do think you handled it well, like, because you could have been pushier and you weren't. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's something I try and remind myself again, like you said, answer the question asked, don't, yeah. you don't have to give more information. A lot of people ask, I mean, obviously I've lost almost 110 pounds. So mm-hmm. people ask me all the time, like, what are you doing? And the first thing I said is say always is, Oh, well, I don't eat sugar and flour. And that normally shuts people down. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but that normally shuts people down super quick. And they're like, Oh wow. Okay. That sounds like something I'd never want to do. And then they stop asking questions. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if after I say I don't eat sugar and flour, they want to know more information, they'll ask me another question and I can then go into more information. But I think for me, like that's kind of how I keep it. Um, keep a tag on it is like, I give, I give that information first. Like, here's the hard information. You front load it. I do. I front load it. I'm like, I don't eat sugar and flour. And if people like can stomach that and want to know more, they'll ask. And if it, they can't, they're going to say, Oh, that's good for you. And usually the first question, the first question they ask is how do you do that? And I usually say something like, you know, it's weird, but after a few weeks of not having it, your cravings for it go down. And that's really one of the main reasons I do it. 
you know, and, I, and then I just leave it at that. I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I like being free of the cravings yeah. more than even the weight loss. You People know, don't ask me how, because I think after yeah. this much weight loss, they just assume that like, you figured, I figured it, out. it out. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if they can't, if they're, they're not interested in yeah. doing that, making that change for themselves, they stop. Like yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. that's what most people who ask me after they hear no sugar, no flour, they're like, nope, I'm done. And I'm glad to hear that you didn't, you felt like I handled us eating different food well. Cause I think that's a thing I try to work on. Yeah. Like yeah. if I'm in a, especially like we were having a girls weekend and having a fun time mm-hmm. and it's like, if someone's celebrating with food and that's part of their joyous moment, like do not rain on that parade. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, even and she like, didn't. I, she, yeah, I, mean, I even try it. to like, yeah. you know, I've been doing like a lot of like business meals lately, like, you know, with, you know, with mm-hmm. colleagues or travel and, you know, people are talking about their favorite cocktails and getting cocktails and I'm getting my mm-hmm. little sparkly water and they're like, Oh, don't you want it? Whatever. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I don't do that anymore. Which yeah. usually shuts them down. Cause they're like, Oh, maybe she's a recovered alcoholic. Right. You know, yeah. they don't know. Right. Absolutely. But I just say, Oh my gosh, but you know, I sure I, I used to love having a Cosmo or, yeah. Oh, I love the flavor mm-hmm. of that whisk type of whiskey. That's really yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I like, I, I have the ability I'm, I'm I'm detached enough from it and I'm not triggered by it if you right, are right. then you just need to not talk about yeah. it right but I can like chat about oh my god that dessert looks delicious I'm gonna live vicariously through you oh yeah. that looks wonderful mm-hmm. and so that I don't I'm deliberately doing it to make sure they don't feel a discomfort right like oh she doesn't drink or she doesn't eat this maybe I shouldn't eat this in front of her maybe it's gonna right. ruin her night right like, they don't need to have all those bad feelings sure. right and so I just make sure to you're putting them try to say something like oh my god that looks amazing and yeah. you know whatever mm-hmm. and just let them mm-hmm. enjoy it. On the flip side of that coin, though, Robin, is mm-hmm. it our job to worry about what other people are feeling? It is not our job <laughs> to worry about what other people are feeling. I just gave her a softball. Right? <laughs> I, 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 think there's, I think there's a beautiful balance, right? Because, Bonnie, what I hear you saying is you want to put them at ease. Yeah. You eating that thing doesn't bother me. Yes. Right? But then there's the, I am going to choose to eat the way I eat, or I am going to say what I'm going to say about BLE and what it's done for me. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then that's on you. Right. And you need to look at your feelings around that. Right. But that, but again, this episode is how, how do we balance that? Yeah. How do we not be obnoxious? Because I generally tend to be unapologetically who I am. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and I will talk to somebody about this if they want to know information. Um, I will, I will very easily give that information. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. But on, you know, I also just want to be respectful. Like you said sure. of like, you can't, I'm looking at Bonnie's, like Bonnie said mm-hmm. is that you cannot force anybody into this, pushing this on people. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's, it's just not, it's not even a possibility. And I think, you know, I think the other thing is, is living, living the example, um, which mm-hmm. is what I, you know, my, my hope is for, for myself is that like, if I can live the example, I really want to give people hope that yeah. it's possible. Yes. yes. And I think that, I, I think that the only way to do that is to not be annoying because if I'm annoying, then people are not going to be hopeful. They're just going to think I'm preaching at them. Right. right. And right. so it's like, how do I, how do I balance that of like, here's the information I'm willing to give mm-hmm. you. I'm willing to give this out at any possible mm-hmm. moment. If you want to know, I'm here to tell you about it, but yet I don't want to, I don't, I feel like personally because of my huge transformation, I don't really have to say a lot of words around the fact that I've made such a big transformation. And so like people just see, they can just see that this works. And so I think the one thing too, that I like to, I like to make sure when I do posts about my weight loss, I try and include my, my labs. So people Mm. understand that like, for me, it's not just about the number on the scale. It's about the huge health improvement. I mean, the amazing health improvement that I have made Mm -hmm. by 
changing my lifestyle this way. And I think, again, mm-hmm. that's where it gets really hard to not, you know, preach the gospel of BLE <laughs> because it's like, I, you know, like I know that, I know that this works. I know that you can change your life. I know that you can, um, have huge, uh, health transformation, weight transformation, um, and, and, and not be white knuckling it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think that I mean, we talked about this, like, you know, at first detoxing is hard. It's hard to come off anything when you've been using it, mm-hmm. especially if food is an addiction, um, and that it's your, been your crutch, um, for coping, you know, finding those other tools, um, can, it, it takes some work. It's not, it's not easy in, in the sense of like, there's no work to be done. It's easy in the sense of like all the pieces are laid before us in this program, which I really appreciate. Again, like mm-hmm. we, you know, I am very thankful that Susan Pierce Thompson wrote this book and put this program together in the way she did, because it does make so much sense. And it is just, it is, um, it is transformational. Well, and one of the things that you were talking about, especially on that that girls' weekend that we did, where you, when you were pre BLE, <clears throat> right, is that what Bonnie did was modeling, yeah. which is what we can do for people that are, you know, maybe maybe out, outside the window looking in, is to. And I remember when Bonnie, when you had, oh, we were all going out to eat one day, and I wasn't like in the BLE. And just being able to watch you eat and watch how you ordered yeah. food. And mm-hmm. I was like, I agree. Oh, oh, that's not that hard. Like right. we're still eating at one of our favorite places that we eat yeah. and she's still eating this, this delicious thing. Right. I could do that. Well, right? the amount of food, I think that too was like, cause yeah. everything we had done in the past was like restrictive, rest- very restrictive yeah. as far as like the amount of food. Yeah. And so I think that that was one of the big things that I really saw too. The modeling was like, Oh, there's a lot of food there. Yeah. And it might not be food I would normally choose. Obviously right. if you're mm-hmm. going out to eat or whatever the case might mm-hmm. be, but it's not like you are, I wasn't eating like a little, no, right. No. And that, I mean, again, like we can harken back to the juicing, you know, right, it's like, right. that was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, why would you ever want to do that right. to yourself? You know? So sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I hate to was, keep bringing it, it up. Yes. Yeah. It was a phase. It was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. No. And that was super, that really was restrictive. And when people say, Oh, isn't giving up sugar and flour restrictive. It's like, I eat so much food and I eat so many different kinds of food. Yeah. Right. So it's restrictive of a couple of things and then, and it opens up a lot of other things. Yeah. And I even think about, um, if I'm eating around people who I think are watching me and Mm -hmm. thinking and pre-contemplative about uh, making a change, Mm -hmm. I am also very careful about even what substitutions I make because, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys know I'm on maintenance and I have Mm -hmm. some, like we talked about, like I add cocoa powder to milk Mm -hmm. sometimes or whatever. I have some things that I, that are part of my plan that are plan Mm -hmm. that I allow. Um, but I will be very careful about not even adding those in because I don't want to role model sloppiness or whatever yeah. when I'm around people who are in a fragile state of, you mm-hmm. know, pre-contemplation sure. or whatever, just because again, I want them to see like, this is how mm-hmm. you would eat if you're going to do this plan and have be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're all, you know, th- those of us that are doing this program are, you know, we're, we're ambassadors for the program because people look at us yeah. and, yeah. and they have questions, especially when you've had tremendous success. It's like, well, what are you doing and what right. is that? So I think that that's another thing to think about is, yeah, I mean, give people information as they ask. Um, again, you know, answering the question. Just the question Just asked. the question asked. But um, being available to people, too, because what we've talked about, like, in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, I think it was episode three was the crucible moment when mm-hmm. we talked about, um, you know, where people are in that decision-making process, it's very likely, like I did, with Bonnie and I's, you know, relationship with this, is that eventually I came back and was like, 
okay, I'm ready to do this. Not, like, yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, I got the labs, now I need to yeah. know. Yeah. Where, like, I have had a, a few people I've interacted with, um, and you'll hear this, is like, uh, well, how are you doing it? And it's like, well, here's how I'm doing it. And like, oh, well, I don't need to do that because I know what I need to eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. going to do the Ozempic. Yeah. I'm just going to, I just need to eat less of, I know what I need. And it's like, mm. you can't just launch into this, well, it's not about knowing what you need to eat. It's about food addiction. It's about, right. it, it, right. it's not the moment. They're nope. not in that moment, right? Nope. They're not anywhere near being yeah. okay with that. No. You just continue to role model, let them go do their other thing. Right. If that works for them, great. Yes. Right. And if it doesn't, and there's some reason that drives them to come back, they will come find you and yeah. say, oh, tell me again about that. I need mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny because there's just, uh, there's someone um, recently um, and somebody I'm connected with on social media that was like, I've tried other things and I flirted with BLE and I realized I, this is BLE is it like, yeah. I need to come mm-hmm. back here. I know that the, this is a thing. And yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so the thing is, is that it's not, it's not my job. And this goes back to, you know, last episode we were talking about it's, it's not my job to push anybody else on mm-hmm. this, to police anybody else's program, to get them to the finish line. What my job is, is to be available. I mean, I, and again, like you don't have to be available if you don't want to answer questions, just tell people none your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's really not your job to, to do this if you don't want to, but if you're like us, Obviously, we feel the need to spread the message um, if we can do that, um, if people are willing to listen. Um, you know, you just need to be available for people's questions at whatever, wherever they're at. And whether that's a, you know, I just, I'm just kind of interested in what you're doing or no, mm-hmm. like I'm having a crisis moment like I was having. Like, I know I need to make a major life change. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I, what does that look like? So mm-hmm. any other thoughts around how to not be annoying. And uh, if you find this episode annoying, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're not sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, really. I think we view, we view this, I think I can speak for all of us, that we view this as a service that yeah. we want to do. Yeah. Um, we're so grateful that we have been provided with this information and the help that we just really want to share it with other people yeah. mm-hmm. just for the purpose of if it can change, you know, one person's outlook on things yep. and help them succeed at this. Mm-hmm. And, and be a healthy person. Um, all of this effort is worth it if one single person yeah. um, gets the information they need to get healthier. And so, yeah. um, I think if you if you take it in that spirit as you go through recovery, um, and again, don't feel like you have to. You're not you're not responsible for fixing people, yeah. and also um, you don't need to. That pushing it on them is not going to help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That to just be a resource and be you know true to yourself and be a good example. Yeah. And, and share information that's requested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Lead with love. That's mm-hmm. what I say. I like mm-hmm. it. Yep. Well, uh, it has come to the end of our episode and I'm going to solicit questions <laughs> or if you want to ask us questions, please feel free to reach out, um, via our email, which is on the bright line podcast at gmail.com or one of our social media, uh, outlets, DM, whatever. And please, uh, we'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast and, um, Love to hear your input. So thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time.